The menu of the day, Chef Bites at the Kiss Cafe. Kiss 92. That's right, it is Kiss Cafe. Charmaine Poir with you and with me today for Chef Bites, I've got Chef Jordan of Butcher's Block. It's located at Raffles Hotel, level two, right next to Long Bar. Now, thanks very much, Chef Jordan, for joining me here today. Very nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. Now, when people hear the name Butcher's Block, many people would think of steaks, right? But there's so much more to Butcher's Block than that. I've had a meal here. I really enjoyed it. Tell us more about the concept. So Butcher's Block is a wood fire restaurant with influences of Hawaii, where I was born and raised. We don't just focus on meats. We focus on beautiful produce, beautiful seafood. And yes, you will have your beautiful Wagyu steak at the end of your meal. But we wanted to give people more of a variety and not just focus on protein and meat-heavy dishes. I see. And you've joined Butcher's Block for almost two years already since you started your journey here. How exactly has this evolved for you? It's been an amazing two years since I've joined. And we've been able to evolve this concept and keep on growing every month and every season as we change our menus to create better food, better flavors, go more in depth with how we're utilizing wood fire, whether it's cold smoke, whether it's ambient heat cooking, and also expand on our repertoire of ingredients, bringing in better products from Japan, France, Australia. So we've been able to get our repertoire of cooking up to a higher level every month. And you said to me previously that you were French trained, but you have so many different kinds of ingredients. So where does this come from? So growing up in Hawaii, we have a very diverse culture there, a lot of Japanese, Korean, Chinese influence. And those flavors I always draw on from, from my childhood. And I was classically French trained, so I do have a foundation of French techniques that I tend to mirror with a little bit of the Asian ingredients from Japan, from China, from Singapore even, as well as Malaysia, to have an influence in the menu that is more dynamic and less what people would expect coming to a restaurant like Butcher's Block. And when we talk about the menu here at Butcher's Block, they do have a seasonal menu. I tried the winter menu. I really enjoyed it. But they have recently introduced a new spring menu. So Chef Jordan will return in just a bit on Chef Bites to tell us more about this new spring menu that just kicked off. So you stay tuned. Here's today's special. Chef Bites at the Kiss Cafe. Kiss 92. Once again, we are here for Chef Bites on Kiss Cafe. And with me today is Chef Jordan of Butcher's Block, located at Raffles Hotel. It's at level two next to Long Bar. Now, I tried the winter menu here and I was completely blown away. I really, really loved it. It was very delicious and I'm still drooling every single time. I think of that uni tartlet with smoked sashimi poke. If you want to get your hands on this, uh, I'm afraid it's no longer part of the menu anymore because they've recently changed it to the spring menu. So tell us a little bit more about this spring menu and what we can expect. Every season, we change our menu to bring in the premium ingredients that are available at that current point in time around the world. So recently, we just changed to spring. So there's been a huge change of ingredients. We're bringing in brown crab from France. We're bringing in French asparagus. We're bringing in live marin from Western Australia. We're bringing in an A5 Japanese Wagyu. And we also have Amalfi lemons coming in for our new tart for dessert. So a lot of premium ingredients, all at the peak of their season, beautiful flavors, and extremely great value. All right. And when it comes to the R&D process, how was it like coming up with a spring menu? Did you spend like two weeks, five months? <laughs> how does this work? Some ingredients and some dishes will take a few hours. Some will take a few months. There's always a goal for us where we say, okay, the brown crab right now is amazing. So how can we recreate this? And then also, how can we use everything so nothing ends up getting thrown? away. So currently we take the brown crab, we slow roast it over the fire, and then we pick all the meat out, season it with brown butter and lemon juice and celery. And then the head, all that beautiful roe, we make a sabayon out of that. And that's the garnish that goes on top. And then we take a local kuchai, which is the garlic chive, and we make a tuile out of that. And you were saying that a lot of the ingredients that you use here, you, you are all about nose to tail dining as well? Yes, nose to tail, root to leaf, 
thin to scale. Um, the goal is we want to use everything. Our fish bones, we dry, we use those in our sauces. Any herbs that aren't fresh anymore or vibrant, we dehydrate and turn it into a powder. So the idea is to not waste a lot of food and understand that the farmers take so many months and sometimes even years to grow a product for us and then it gets wasted in a moment. We also get more flavor out of our products by taking it the extra mile and upcycling it. It just requires a lot more work on our end, but we're up to the challenge. Oh, of course, they have this huge, gigantic, dry aging room here as well. So you've got to come check it out here at Butcher's Block. Now, you've mentioned so many different ingredients when it comes to the new menu. What are some of your favorite dishes and what kind of flavors do you love to share with us? One of the snacks that we serve is a French grilled asparagus that's grilled in a basket directly on the coals. And we use fresh thyme that we dry in the kitchen to smoke the asparagus. And we serve it on a tempura shiso leaf. The flavor of it is so intense. Even when you have something like brown crab and wagyu tartare with caviar, guests always say the vegetable is their favorite bite, which is a great compliment because vegetables can and are delicious. The description of the textures of the shiso leaf as well, that sounds really delicious. Well, thanks very much for sharing about that with us, the new menu for the spring menu. But you got to stay tuned because I'm going to ask Chef Jordan in just a bit what exactly ranks top of the list of his comfort food. So you stay tuned to Kiss Cafe. Dishing out the goodies. Yeah, you got that yummy, yum. Chef Bites at the Kiss Cafe. Kiss 92. Once again, we are here for Kiss Cafe's Chef Bites. It is Charmaine Poir with you. And with me today is Chef Jordan of Butcher's Block. And he just launched his new spring menu. We spoke about it earlier on. But I want to find out a lot more about Chef, okay? Chefs do spend a crazy amount of time in the kitchen, not just serving dishes to their customers, but also thinking up all these sort of new dishes they want to do for the next menu as well. So lots of hours spent in the kitchen. Chef, tell me, what food do you usually crave for at the end of the day? You know, it's interesting. I love the food in Singapore. It reminds me a lot of the food in Hawaii where I grew up. And the favorite dish that I love is wonton mee. I know it's simple. I know it's basic. But it's a comfort food for me because we have the same dish in Hawaii. It's called saimen. It's served the same way, same flavor profile. So every time I have that, not only is it tasty, I love noodles, I love the broth, but at the end of the day, it reminds me of home. And is there any particular wonton mee stall in Singapore that you would love to recommend or share? That's a tough one to say, and I don't want to pick one over the other. Everyone has their different styles. Some people have a better broth, some people have a better noodle, some people have a better char siu. So I'll leave that one up to the public to decide. Okay, when it comes to wonton mee super dry, can you share that opinion? Yes, got to be dry with the broth on the side. All right, because you want to hit that chili as well, don't yes, you? Yes, I love garlic chili. We have the same flavor profile in Hawaii. Everyone has a garlic chili water on their table as a condiment in their house. And I love the broth on its own. I love the chili sauce with the noodles. And then the next question is, you know, do you like the black sauce or do you like it plain? So I like all the different varieties. It can be depending on my mood. If it's the morning, I usually take it plain. If it's at night and I really want some savory food, I'll have the black sauce one. It sounds like you can eat wonton noodles from morning all the way till night. Yes, definitely. And it never gets old. It's something that brings me back to my childhood. And I also find this unique connection between Singapore and Hawaii when I see these dishes and ingredients. Thanks very much for sharing about that. If people want to find out more about the menu, where exactly can they head to to go check out the menu and other interesting bites about Butcher's Block? So to stay current and follow what we're doing, there's always Instagram, Butcher's Block. We post on there constantly about new dishes, new ingredients, new cooking techniques that we're utilizing. And also our website for reservations, hours, and pricing. You can go to butchersblock.com.sg. What are your opening hours here at Butcher's Block so that our fans can come and check out the food? So we're open from dinner, Wednesday to Sunday. The hours are 6 p.m. to 9.30. Starting in May, we will be offering lunch on Thursdays and Fridays, 12 noon to 2.30 p.m. 
All right, thanks very much, Chef Jordan, for joining me here today. Once again, he is the chef at Butcher's Block, located at Raffles Hotel Level 2. The food is great, so please do pop by.